Shea butter and popcorn. <laughs> okay, let's start the show. Shea butter and popcorn, the final season. Let's get it. Sit back, relax, and listen. Friday's gonna have you glistening. Get ready for a real good vibe. Shea butter and popcorn. Now live. Welcome to Shea butter and popcorn with Taj and Chels, season five, episode twelve. Shea Butter and Popcorn is the podcast where your neighborly film fanatics review our favorite films and shows. This is where real life and cinema intersect. My name is Chelsea, a.k.a. Chels. I'm a singer, an actor, a blogger, a podcaster, and an all-around movie lover. And it's your girl Tajiana, a.k.a. Taj, also actor, director, lover of Black stories, Black narratives, Black everything. Welcome, or welcome back to the show, y'all. Donut walls, bachelorette parties, and cake tasting. <laughs> We're talking about wedding movies, you guys, this week. I'm so oh, excited. Yeah. This is so awesome. I mean, who doesn't love a good film about meeting the one? Come on. We're all a little bit of a hopeless romantic, and that's okay. That's perfectly all right, you know? Obviously, in the past, we covered films like Bridesmaids, 27 Dresses, Father of the Bride. You know, they have the right amount of comedy and sentimental sweetness in between, which is perfect. I love Julia Roberts. Y'all know this. But My Best Friend's Wedding, it kind of irritates me because it's like you had your chance. Come on now. Don't steal, this. Don't steal this girl's man. Come on. But another thing is most of these films are like over 90 minutes, which is so hilarious because these films are not like a novelty act like People love wedding movies. It's a whole genre, right? But they just stick to a classic formula, which is so awesome, you know? Um, so I'm excited to dive in. But first, I mean, we could talk about, let's see, our dream weddings. We just went to a wedding. Our friend just got married. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so beautiful. So fun. I love that wedding. I got to sing at her wedding. Got to be a bridesmaid. Me and Taj were bridesmaids. And it was just so cool to just have the gang back together again. You know, oh, sure. especially after graduation and, you know, 2020 being what it was and nobody saw each other like two years. It's like, you know what? Let's do this. Let's I love do it. This for real. I love it. So heartfelt. Love all of y'all. Shout out to Jada and Josiah on your new union. Um, yeah. Mowage. Mowage. Mowage, Princess Bride. It was awesome, though. It was cool, especially just to see each other in person, you know, seeing each oh, other yeah. on Zoom, hanging out. <laughs> like hey what's up guys like hey what's up guys on zoom meeting for the wedding (laughs) you're engaged and then it's like you're still just on the computer it's like feel my energy but now can't even hug you i know awkward (laughs) but it was a beautiful wedding it was so much fun honestly dream weddings i mean i don't know taj what what would your dream wedding be like i feel like my dream, I mean, I don't literally dream of my wedding, but I know, right? <laughs> if I had to create, if I had to have ideation around my wedding, I feel like it would just be, I don't know. I do, I'm not going to lie. I do want as many family and friends there as possible. Um, I do think that uh, my, <laughs> my dress, I already have a design. 
You do? See, I'm a girly girl, but I never really like thought about my way. Well, okay. Like, there's like this Nigerian woman designer who who designs. I think I sent it to the group chat, but she designs oh, yeah, beautiful yeah, yeah. dresses, and I'm like, you know, if I was to ever get married, I will literally book her. <laughs> to design my dress and for the reception i'm coming through with a pantsuit i already know it a pantsuit yes it's gonna be very comfortable no it'll be really cute i mean it could you could have so many different themes i feel like because i like iridescent things you could have like winter wonderland because my birthday is also in december you could Mm -hmm. do so many different things but i also like the summertime so there's that. Um, I really do like outdoor weddings. I think they're very precious. But um, I think, I, I don't know. I feel like you can never go wrong because right. it in itself is just such a beautiful occasion. There's so many different choices. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think that, that makes so much sense. Honestly, pantsuit is so sharp. I know my sister's like, oh, as your maid of honor, you ain't walking down the aisle with no pants. I was like, first of all, no. But um, I haven't really thought about it too much. I do know that I know for sure I wouldn't want a big wedding. <laughs> definitely only like close uh family and friends and nothing um uh, like not over a hundred people yeah no nothing too extravagant on the guest list side just I mean it could still be a really cool extravagant wedding but something sweet I definitely love the idea of outdoors you know Um, honestly I wouldn't want anything over 100 70 50 to 75 I think is a sweet spot you know that's so just because you know what I mean and something outdoors for sure and obviously my birthday's in May so it's in the spring but I just love late summer like, yeah no it's, summer, be- it's I think beautiful. that would just be really dope to have something like that and like I mean honestly I love Vera Wang so it had to be a Vera oh, Wang oh for sure you love Vera Wang oh my gosh <laughs> I love Vera Wang so much I but love I love um also like the old classic style so I'm like really into like lace you know, mm-hmm. and like tulle and, you know, it could be a really nice dress where it could have a lot of nice beading, but like those, um, <laughs> those fingerless like gloves, like the 20s. Ooh, yes. those oh, that's so cute. Arm. Like, I just love that. Classic that. Look. I just, I want a classic traditional sort of wedding, except for, you know, probably get married outside or something. Yeah. yeah <laughs> or on the beach or something, a beach wedding. Now you got me there. thinking about texture. I love velvet. I'm right. like, dang. I would say, oh, my bridesmaid. But then I'm like, dang, bridesmaids. I'm like, I already have two sisters. Yeah. All I was like, it's too many of y'all. I got too many friends. <laughs> There's too many, too many people right. I care about to exactly. have this selection process because I don't like people feeling left out. I actually just went right. to um, my homegirl's brother got married and they didn't have a, um, a wedding party. They didn't have a bridal party. Oh. So they it was just them. But then the family dressed in their theme colors. So it was like oh, still some crazy. type of like, you know. Mm-hmm. connection mm-hmm. so I was like there's a lot of different things with your wedding you That's can be more traditional you could be more you know untraditional like there's just so so many different choices it's mm-hmm. amazing mm-hmm. Uh, so many I love that I love that idea I love you know pastels obviously but at the same time like being a country girl I like the rustic theme you know so whatever mm-hmm. you do if you have a beach wedding you could still have horses or something or whatnot like a like a you know tuscan under the tuscan sun tuscan rustic yeah, <laughs> tuscan. tuscan rustic that you know modern theme embellishments with some traditional classic touches and it's your wedding Got it all planned you out you know what i mean you gotta, yeah. you gotta do what it do so yeah people are like oh they argue about so much stuff oh you know open bar closed bar first of all at the same time i do not believe in spending 
so much money on one day. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like it's you know how they say it's like oh it's our our marriage, but it's their wedding. Like you know yeah, it's different. for everybody. It's a celebration for everybody else, right? But you shouldn't go broke on an open bar and like all these different food choices. I get if people have dietary restrictions, but I'm just saying, yeah. like, I don't think it should be too much you know just have your photo booth we're making enough money because i want a big old party right have your floral wall you know those are i'm really into have your thing you know what i mean but you can have a big party you know but just at the same time like you could there's a financial investment it is yeah Yeah. and of course i I know and the honeymoon i ain't getting married until i could you know do what i want with the wedding at the same time so it's like that's why people wait and save up. They gotta wait till they're financially ready to spend mm. those thousands. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you have to be thinking about it. Please, after yeah. COVID, you know, stuff went up. <laughs> Simple wedding. Venues are like, yeah, we're gonna charge you an arm and a leg to get married here. Like, <laughs> I gave my left kidney for this. Hey, okay. my left kidney's gone, but at least I married the love of my life. Like, right. What? What? Why was that the sacrifice? <laughs> that's sad. Oh my God, that's sad when the wedding hey, lasts. Y'all, wait on your wedding. Hey, Save up. Please, the wedding can last longer Save than up. the marriage. And then there you are. It's like, ooh, wait, I'm still paying for this. <laughs> that's sad. Mm-mm. We don't want that. Okay. Don't do that, fam. Mm-mm. You don't want it. <laughs> but back to our films. This is going to be fun. Although, please, okay, here's a little. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Just a little fair warning, a uh, precursor. Rotten Tomatoes did not hold back when they rated these films, okay? The reviews were kind of trash, but Google came through, so you're, you'll you'll see the difference. For the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, first up for me is The Wedding Date, 2004, directed by Claire Kilner, available on Hulu with a premium subscription. This is based on the book called Asking for Trouble by Elizabeth Young. I believe you can get that on Goodreads if you'd like to check that out. So this film got 11% on Rotten Tomatoes. 11. Mm-mm. But 91% of Google users enjoyed it. So there you go. So with the wedding of her younger sister, played by Amy Adams, fast approaching, Kat Ellis, played by Deborah Messing, you know, from Will and Grace, faces the undesirable prospect of traveling alone to London for the ceremony. While this is bad enough, Jeffrey, played by Jeremy Sheffield, the man who left her as they moved closer to marriage, happens to be the groom's best man. Determined to show everyone, most of all Jeffrey, that her romantic life is as full and thrilling as ever, Kat hires a charming male escort, played by Dermot Mulroney, as her date. This movie's hilarious. Definite rom-com. It is hilarious. Not gonna give it away, but it does follow the formula of, you know, hey... I hired you for a job for this destination wedding. And first of all, that seems like a lot of work. Very cool, though. I'm not going to lie. Destination wedding. I mean, if you have it. That's awesome. In the budget to do it, do it. I mean, you only live once. <laughs> Hopefully, you only get married once, too. So, if you can do a destination it's wedding. Hope and pray. You don't have to do that again. That's the <laughs> idea, right? It's like, done. One and done. Y'all know what it is. But this movie is so cute and funny. And at the same time, it has some heartbreaking moments. But, uh. Please check that out. There's a lot of plot twists in that film. Second film for this week is The Wedding Planner, directed by Adam Shankman, available to rent on Amazon Prime. And this came out in 2001. Y'all know The Wedding Planner. Come on now. 
classic. J-Lo, Mac McConaughey. 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. And 86% by Google users. Wow. So, while celebrating her newest and most lucrative account, the wedding of internet tycoon Fran Donnelly, played by Bridget Wilson Sampras, Mary, a.k.a. J-Lo is playing Mary, is rescued from a near-fatal collision with a runaway dumpster by handsome pediatrician Steve Edison, played by Matthew McConaughey, after spending the most enchanting evening of their lives together. Mary thinks she's finally found a reason to believe in love. Kind of like always the bridesmaid, never the bride. She's a wedding planner. Uh, what she doesn't know is that Cupid and her career are about to collide head on. This movie is like the one everyone knows. I feel like all of you listening have seen this, or at least heard of it. Steve likes the movies. Why is Steve referring to himself in third person? This movie's hilarious. So many one-liners. You smell like sweet, fresh plums and grilled cheese sandwiches. Justin Chambers, also known as Dr. Alex Karev from Grey's Anatomy, plays Massimo in this movie. Um, so, you know, has a bit of a twist. It could be a bit predictable, but then again, these are wedding movies. So, you know, obviously people are going to find each other, fall in love. It follows the formula, but it's still so entertaining. I have no idea why it has 17% on Rotten Tomatoes because this movie's a classic. I love The Wedding Planner. It's so cute and so sweet. My next film is Table 19. This one's a little bit offbeat. Um, 2017, directed by Jeffrey Blitz, available to rent on Amazon Prime or YouTube. So this has a 25% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Woo! Somewhere. They're getting up there. <laughs> Just a little bit. 75% of Google users enjoyed it. So this film stars Anna Kendrick as Eloise McGarry, Wyatt Russell as Teddy, Lisa Kudrow as Bina Keep. Craig Robinson as Jerry Keep, Stephen Merchant as Walter Thimple, June Squibb as Joe Flanagan, and Tony Ravallery, I hope I'm saying that right, as Resno Eckberg. So, ex-maid of honor Eloise, having been relieved of her duties after being unceremoniously dumped by the best man via text, decides to hold her head high and attend her oldest friend's wedding anyway. She finds herself seated at the random table in the back of the ballroom with the dis- with- with a group of strangers, most of whom should have known to just send regrets for not coming. So as everyone's secrets are revealed, Eloise learns a thing or two from the from the table 19. So it's basically like being stuck at the kitty table, but it's for the singles. You know, it's less than desirable. Um, so it's very quirky, very offbeat. Um, there were some high notes at the same time. There were some things where it's like, this is not... This isn't feeling like a wedding movie at all, kind of like Melancholia with Kirsten Dunst, which it's, she's having a wedding, she's getting married, right? But it's really a sci-fi fantasy about the end of the world, and uh, there's like a meteor asteroid headed towards Earth, and she has depression. She has melancholia, so, you know, it's just like a wedding happens to be happening, but it's really not even about that. So that's that one. Last up for me this week is Bride Wars, 2009, directed by Gary Winnick. Available on Amazon Prime. 11% on Rotten Tomatoes. 87% by Google users. I own this movie on DVD, so I take offense. I think this movie is funny. I don't know what they're on. Because Brian Y'all have offended Chelsea. (laughs) Come on. It's so funny. It shows the highs and lows of friendships. And, you know, your friends getting married off. And, like, how how you deal with that. How you grapple with that. So since the time they were little girls, best friends, Liv, played by Kate Hudson, and... 
Emma, played by Anne Hathaway, have been planning every aspect of their future weddings, including choosing the same destination, New York's famed Plaza Hotel. June at the Plaza, okay? But when a clerical error <laughs> causes a clash in wedding dates, Liv and Kate discover their inner demons with their lifelong friendship as a possible casualty. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. The drama, y'all. The drama. Because it becomes a competition. It's not even about getting married anymore. Please check that out. Those are my films for this week. Taj, you let me know what yours are. Wow, I really need to watch that because how am I going to continue to grapple with all of my friends who are continuously getting engaged and, and married? What am I going to do when Chelsea is married off and is no longer accessible to me, huh? <laughs> no, I'm joking. It should not be like that. But no, it it's, very, it's, it's a very, very uh, bittersweet time for sure. Um, mm -hmm. it's, it's just a lot of emotions. Um, I have a few to share. I mean, I feel like we're just going to have to start it off with, um, we have a couple of classics, um, but we're going to have to start it off with The Best Man. Um, we love, love, love a good, you know, romantic comedy um, drama film, um, which as you know, or, or hopefully most of you know, written and directed by Malcolm D. Lee. Um, and it actually uh, was produced uh, by 40 Acres and Mule Filmworks, um, obviously, Spike Lee. Um, and I didn't know that they were cousins. Crazy. Um, so this film stars Tay Diggs and Mia Long. And um, it actually also um, served as the debut of Regina Hall. Um, and so that's really awesome. Um, and I think that this, I don't know, I feel like every Black family has this on DVD or like something um, and I, I just think it's, it's amazing. Um, but this film um, shows a lot about uh, friendship. It shows a lot about the ups and downs of like infidelity and just the nuance that comes with like the feelings of, um, you know, mixed, you know, having a close tight knit friend group, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot that goes into that. I think that this cast is just super strong. Um, Tay Diggs plays an up-and-coming author whose debut novel um, has been selected by Oprah's book club. Um, and so he kind of, um, Sanaa Latham plays his girlfriend um, and she's really devoted to him, but he is kind of like unwilling to like commit to her. Um, it's kind of like, you know, one foot, one foot in, one foot out type of guy. Um, so he travels to New York City to spend the weekend with um, college friends um, before they all attend the wedding of Lance um, who was played by Morris Chestnut, and he's a running back for the New York Giants, and Mia, uh, played by Monica Calhoun. And so he serves as their best man um, and gets to reunite with all the other friends as well. Um, and people, <laughs> I think it's just funny because as we watch the movie, we kind of see everybody's individual relationship drama, um, even though <laughs> I don't want to give too much away if you haven't seen it, but just by the time that a lot of heat stirs up in the film, we can see like how much that can piss people off. Um, and so yeah. people are confronted about, you know, some, some attractions that have happened. Um, and ultimately, you know, we get to uh, see these two, um, you know, married off. Um, and, and I think that the ending sequence is just like, oh my gosh, it's just so 
so much drama that happens throughout the plot and and then in the end it just shows us such a classic you know doing an electric slide at the end of the film um to candy by cameo so i think that candy. Is just- honestly i don't even know how many times i've seen that movie it's like it's- the limit does not exist and also when they're walking down the aisle and it's after all is said and done the soundtrack (laughs) the crying and the flashbacks (laughs) you guys have to see the (laughs) him trying to be along though and then the story not just the flashbacks of that but him back in college and it's always (laughs) and it's like skipping (laughs) Oh my gosh, I hate that. Like, you know you and can't you guys, keep secret. You Shall guys me? have to understand that the the drama of the plot, a lot of the drama of the plot is revealed through um, through um, Lance, disco- you know, getting a copy yeah. um, of the, uh, of uh, Harper's book. Mm-hmm. And so once you see that, you'll see how everything unfolds. And I think it's it's cool that like, you know, some things is kind of like, oh, take it to the grave or some things are better left unsaid. Yeah. Um, because, you know, sometimes things happen and it's like, you know, I didn't really mean that. It just happened, um, but it can hurt people so badly. So just please go watch the film if you haven't already. It's a classic. It is, um, it really is. If you haven't seen it by now, come on now. Come on Here's now, Forehead kisses, okay? <laughs> Balcony. Okay. <laughs> no, I I love it. Oh my gosh. So you please go stream it. Dog. <laughs> oh no. Please. I think um I think uh the best man can be streamed. I'm having trouble finding where it could be streamed, but um it did pretty well um at the box office, 34 yeah. million. Um I do believe that it can be streamed online to rent. So please go search and rent it wherever you can. Um, another one that I feel like I've watched a lot, um, Jumping the Broom, 2011 comedy drama as well. Um, very, very um, good cast as well. And this one, um, this one I feel like is, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of funny moments, of course, because it has my favorite uh, Mike Epps up in that thing. Um, <laughs> but you can um, view this on Hulu, um, Fubo or um, Sling as well, and Pluto TV. Um, but it has a 5.7 out of 10 on IMDb, 58% on Rotten Tomatoes, but Google users come in at 79%. Um, so, uh, it came out May 6th, 2011, and the director, Salim Akil, um, directed this film, 37.7 million at the box office. Um, and fun fact, P.D. Jakes was one of the producers, so, um, very lovely. That is my old pastor. So, oh my gosh! Honestly, Love it. in Texas, I grew up. I went to Potter's house first. There you go. Hang on, that's that. That's it. That was it in Texas. Yep. That was it. my master. That was my church. There you go. <laughs> so you know, Sabrina Watson is played by Paula Patton. Beautiful, love her, um, and she is a successful corporate lawyer who comes from an old money family. When she meets Jason Taylor, who's uh, played by Laws Alonzo. Um, she thinks she's found Mr. Wright and eagerly accepts the Wall Street workers' marriage proposal after a whirlwind courtship. However, when Sabrina's aristocratic parents, uh, played by Angela Bassett, she can, listen, (laughs) now let me just say real quick, if I ever was to 
you know, opposites or just play a character where Angela has to scold me in any way, shape or form, I'm peeing on myself. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. But Angela Bass Bassett and Brian uh, Stokes Mitchell play her parents. Um, they meet um, Jason's postal worker mother, played by Loretta Devine. Freaking hilarious, this dynamic in this movie. Um, and they meet at their estate on Martha's Vineyard. The class division seems very wide indeed. This has a lot to do with some classism in there. A lot of like, you know, if you've ever been with a partner or been in a relationship where you come from two different backgrounds and one family kind of doesn't, you know, resonate with the other, it's definitely like that. Um, and I think that, you know, we have this, you know, jumping the broom is such a, um, is such a, you know, it's tied to a lot of history in, in Black culture. And I think that it's always such, such a question. Are y'all going to jump the broom? Are y'all going to jump the broom? Or are you not going to jump the broom? So I really love that, you know, there is a lot of, um, a lot of conversation starters, I feel like, in this film. Um, and if you haven't watched it, please, please, please go stream. Um, I think that, you know, I have, it also shows the nuance of like how there can be, you know, two different African-American families and how they can operate totally differently. But like, you know, to the outside eye, it might be like, oh, you know, all Black families do this. And some people would have different backgrounds. Um, and context is like really important when it comes to, you know, marrying into different families. So I just think that it's a beautiful, beautiful conversation about that. So definitely please go watch um, Jumping the Broom. Last, the fun one, <laughs> Revenge of the Bridesmaids. <laughs> love, 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 Raven Simone. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Love, love, love it. It's actually on Freeform, you guys. And also on ABC, you know, yeah, it's running, you can watch it. Also, you can stream on Hulu or Sling. Um, uh, out of 10 on IMDb, 91% of Google users like this movie. Whatever. Um, I don't know why there's such a wide dis disparity, but it's okay. Um, chaos strikes when two best friends um, try to sabotage a wedding for the sake of true love. Now, I don't know if any of y'all have ever done this. I have never done this, but what the heck? So chaotic. Um, <laughs> I think that uh, this uh, this movie came out of time that's very interesting because I feel like rom-coms were definitely in their bag around this time. Um, and, and I feel like, like Chelsea said, there's always a formula to yeah. wedding movies. It's always infused of the rom-com genre, I feel like that's always going to be like some sort of combo in there. This one is definitely more, I feel like definitely more on the comedic side. Um, and it came out in 2010. So I'm like, these two women, they're 29, 29 years old, been best friends since childhood. Um, and they, they returned back home um, for a visit. Um, they're a small hometown uh, in Louisiana. So, you know, during this party, basically, um, they're trying to um, celebrate uh, Parker's um, parents' wedding anniversary, and but then they run into old friends. Um, they learn that their close friend Rachel has lost love of her life. Tony to their ex-friend Caitlin, a conniving gold digger who pretends to be pregnant to trick Tony into marrying her um, so that she can use his money to keep her family's estate. Triflin, triflin, triflin. So I understand I get it. Um, I think that once you watch the movie, you'll see just all that they go through in order to break, you know, this apart. Um, and I just think that, you know, it's by the end of the film, you'll you'll see. Um, but I think that it's just 
you know, just playing into their shenanigans, their antics. Uh, I just think that it's amazing. We didn't have to do any of this um, as bridesmaids. Um, so we're no. good on it. <laughs> no. Um, let's go watch it. A fun one. Just, just you know, a little rom-com for you. A little, you know, Raven Simone uh, filmography there. Um, love it, love it, love it. Uh, those are all of my picks. Please go stream them. I love that so much. Man, Revenge of the Bridesmaids. That's a classic. I haven't seen that in a minute. Yeah. I remember that came out. It was it's hilarious because it's like why are they why are they doing this and then you watch it, it's like oh i oh, see why yep. those are just some good friends <laughs> right it's like, yes oh i get it oh i get it now it's classic so good thank you all so much for listening next week we're talking about movies about siblings and offbeat comedies okay oh, yeah. it's called patricia pass the potatoes <laughs> hello you won't want to miss this this will be fun it'll be kind of like a hodgepodge a mix it'll be fun though follow us on social media to stay updated on this podcast follow us on twitter at shea butter pop on instagram at shea butter popcorn or follow us individually follow me at chelsea j music on twitter or instagram you can follow me at Ajana Oko on instagram and at talk that Taj on twitter yes please let us know what your favorite wedding movie is let us know. What if our dreams? Let us know what you want your dream wedding to look like. Yeah. Let us know why Rotten Tomatoes drags wedding movies. Because they don't like the corniness. We love all the corn, all the cheese. Come on now. Right. You're right. <laughs> well, you will hear from us next week. Alrighty. Bye.